Hello, and welcome to the finale of the first season of Living Room Therapy. As you can see, I'm stuck on this side of the door again. Oh, fun fact. The most watched series finale in U.S. television history was the 1983 finale of the war drama MASH. It was viewed by 105.9 million people and 77% of those watching televisions at the time. Cool, huh? And I may sound crazy, but I think Living Room Therapy will get there someday. They are so great. Anyway, looks like you're being called in. Have fun. I really appreciate that. I love it when you appreciate me. And I also uh, really liked how you introduced us last time, Reed. I think that's really important so people know who we are. Okay. All right. Well, I was on ketamine, so I don't remember what I said. But uh, uh, you were the one who was always high. Okay. Uh, well, hi, everybody. <laughs> the gang is back. And uh, as you may or may not know, Paul is the smart one. Jacqueline is the beautiful one. And I am the trickster. And we are so delighted to welcome as our special guest from way down south, still in the northern hemisphere, but pretty, it's thir about 1300 miles away down in Los Angeles, California. Yoel. I love that. That was so like geographically accurate. You just went into detail and I love that. What's my description? Like, what am I? Oh, sorry. Uh, Yoel, is it Ainalem or, or Ainalem or Ainalem? Ainalem. But I was more referring to like, am I the handsome one? Am I the, oh, okay. You know? I mean, it's, it's up to you. Okay, okay. So cut all that out and then have me say, and we are we are joined by Yoel, the special one. The special one? I don't know if I want to be special. Go look oh. up some pictures of him with his, his clothing line. He is like GQ Suave. You've got a cigar me? in your mouth, Yoel. Oh, yes, yeah. you. <laughs> what is that about? um no i mean we just did a photo shoot it was fun that wasn't for my clothing line but that was that was just for fun but yeah i mean we're in la we do like you know a ton of that stuff photo shoots for the art well the sophisticate how about that hey i'll take it okay i think i like that better than special i am a rube so uh I'm... what does that mean i'm gonna say that a lot i feel like me too i don't yeah. know what rube is rube okay, thank uh, God. Uh, paul give us a definition of rube I have no idea what you mean by a Rube. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm not alone. I think I Rubik's so Cube when, you, when I hear that. Okay. Um, a Rube is somebody who gets fooled at the carnival. Let's just see. Uh, hey, Google, what does Rube mean? <laughs> he doesn't even know what it means. Naive or inexperienced. And wow. you are or Yoel is? I didn't get well, that. Well, you know, I, I think I was being hyperbolic, right? Okay, yeah. I don't know as much as I want to know. So to what me, does hyperbolic mean? That's I'm gonna kill God, the momentum of any conversation, okay. and I and, and 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 that's I don't have to keep doing that. I can. I stop. love it. Please I'm not do. the host, so I, what do I don't have to understand what's going on. By what do we mean? Uh, hyperbolic. I mean, based on the context, I can kind of figure it out. But yeah, hyperbole is exaggeration. Okay? okay, it's from the Greek. Got it. I know what hyperbole. Is. I didn't know that was hyperbolic. Was like. Yeah. Or like there's a hyperbaric chamber. So that's Mine where they roots. lower the oxygen. And... Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm caught well, up. We all need to decompress after this week for sure. Uh, more fun with crosswords after this word from Microsoft. They're still sponsoring us, right? <laughs> they have decided to go on for season two. Okay. Um, this will be the last episode of this season. And then yeah the I'm, I'm the finale i feel yeah. so special i gotta not you know mess this up oh well we had to have a special guest and i know you don't like being called special but <laughs> it depends uh, on the context you know yeah. most of communication is nonverbal. i just didn't like the way you said it at first but i like the way you just said it yeah. uh, that felt good you know if you want to join the club of all the people that don't like the way i say things um there's a way maxed out. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like they're maxed out. That's a big club. Yeah. Well, speak softly and carry a big club. Okay. Right. Thank you for that. I think tip. who said that? Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. That's yeah. right. Of a huge asshole. 
but got things done. Oh, yeah. Didn't he expand like the national forest, like did a bunch of shit? Well, let's talk about Sequoia National Park. Okay. Can I curse? Can I curse? If yeah, not, it's fine. Yeah, please do. we do. Please I do. just check the explicit button. We like creative curses, though. Like, may all your grandchildren have three thumbs. May all your grandchildren. Oh, is that that's a curse? Yeah, you, you know it's 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 the Halloween season, so we need to get into the Wicca thing. Got you. No, I'm down. No, I like so, it. So, okay, Sequoia National Forest. It seems innocent enough, right? But it was a response to communism. Did you know that? I didn't. Mm-mm. Yes, there were a bunch of um, um, rebels, we'll call them, communistic, socialistic, um, communalists who occupied the area of that part of California where the um, the biggest, the oldest tree in the world was. And they, and they renamed it. It was, uh, I don't know, the Tecumseh Sherman tree or some named after some brutal civil war general. And they renamed it the Karl Marx tree. You can Google this. You can Wikipedia it. It's, it's, it's a free country. But anyhow, the only way that they could get these people off the land was to uh, make it federal land and wow. drive them off with, with troops. That's crazy. I didn't know that. And I just thought leader, it was, I thought it was for like conserv- conservation or something. I didn't know that either. A very, very, I had a very wholesome reasoning for it. But again, like everything else, you just brought me back to reality of corruption. History and politics and psychology are, have this in common. You got to look under the thing. Yeah. The thing under the thing is where it's at. And then, of course, that's a thing. And so you got to look under that thing, too. Dang. It's kind of a bitch. Politics, power, corruption. Mm -hmm. How do you know so much about like stuff like that? Oh, I don't. I don't know if you do. I literally just assume. He's like Yoda. He's been alive a long time. The way you said that just made it sound like, oh, this is just one thing that I know of many. And I was like, damn. Mm -hmm. This guy's sharp. I if I if I have one out of three people fooled, I'll take it. You had me fooled. Yeah, I think you got all of us, all three of us. Thank you very much. Speak for yourself. (laughs) I like to speak for you, Paul. I feel like it's easy to speak for him because he doesn't feel like he's in in the conversation because he's (laughs) looking up above. I was like, is he like working on something <laughs> like the whole time we're recording this podcast? Yes. And listen, for me, I'm like, you know, I respect people's time. It's whatever. But for the future, <laughs> if you guys want to have guests, I suggest. All right. I'll work <laughs> on getting stuff. a camera. But if you knew me, you'd know that I'm a single processor. I'm not capable of multitasking. I'm not a dual oh, proc at all. I could try to look down at the screen like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah do that. That's not going to kill you. There's a normal social dynamic and normal social. Here, I'll try to, you know what I'll do? Let me see if I can tilt my screen down and see if that yeah. helps. Think about it, Paul. Just You were trying to do that. Okay, right. there you go. That, that, is that better? That's Paul, actually, yeah, that's actually. Yeah. You've heard of television, right? Yeah. Okay. Imagine you're on television, okay? You're not okay. looking at yourself. You're looking at a lens. Now look at it right now. Look at it. Look at it. God damn it. There you <laughs> go. I mean, Hold on, hold on a in second. In fairness to him, he doesn't have to look at the lens. Do you guys look at the lens? You guys don't look at the lens. You guys look right below it. At the I look right below it. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I, let's hang on a second. I, I have an, I have an not, idea. It's just not even close. Listen, That's I what have, I'm I have, having. I have an idea. Paul, I would look at the lens. Now, right now, I'm looking at the lens. Let me, let me if, see if I can. Does that hurt anything? No. You're looking. I, know, but I have self-control. Reed, Reed, you're an overachiever, though, because looking at the lens is not normal. Is this better now? That's that's way better. Yeah. Imagine this kind of bickering all down one oh. Have you read all those books? Yes, I, I'm a little bit of a book hoarder. Damn. Uh, I have over a thousand books, and if you ever come visit, I'll gladly give you a few. And you've read them all. Yes, I read. Giving them to me would be just as like good as putting in the garbage because I would really. Yeah. Well, to be completely honest, I'm a documentary learner. Okay. So very mm. surface, but sometimes I'll, you know, if things interest me, I'll do like audiobooks. But audiobooks like are good. Rare. I do audiobooks too. So I, I have a subscription to Audible, Kindle Unlimited. Uh, I'm a big Libby. Uh, if you know what Libby is, that's that's an app you can get books from the library from. It's incredible or Overdrive. Yo, well, so. what's a documentary that had like blew you away when you saw it? 
Oh man, I've seen so many documentaries. But there's like, um, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of like mediocre, okay ones. But then like, there's the some that just like get you. So the one about um, the, how Russia cheated the Olympics was very interesting. And just like the way it was shot and how like they followed that one guy, they ended up being in contact with him and then he had to like flee the country. Have you seen that was one? Was that the, the bicyclist guy? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one was so really good. good. But I like, you know, it's like children. Like I like different ones for different reasons. I just thought that documentary was like a really good story because it had like a macro narrative and then also like it followed one person and it just became something more than it, you know, they set out to accomplish. Yeah. So yeah. super interesting. But I have plenty more. I gotta look up the name of that one. What was it called? <sighs> oh, Icarus. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it, it's one word and it's like a random word that I've never heard before that. Well, it's another Greek word for your vocabulary. Icarus was the son of Daedalus, and they constructed flying machines out of feathers and wood and wax. And um, are you trolling? Dead are you are you being sarcastic or dead serious? You you figure it out. Daedalus warned <laughs> Icarus, "Don't fly too close to the sun; it'll melt the wax." And Icarus oh, said, "Fuck you, Dad! I do what I want." He was yeah. the Cartman of the uh, the first uh, or second century uh, BC, and guess what happened? Yeah, you guessed it. Mm, yeah, dang, that's Plus. interesting. That's pretty is archetypal. That, is that used? Is that used in common in like language? Like, don't be a Icarus. Like, yeah, no, I, it's coming back to me. It's I, coming. I remember, sure. Yeah, I remember. You use it more. So you yeah, can see how use the documentary more. got its name, right? This guy wanted to soar higher than anybody else. Yeah, but he 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 yearned too hard yeah the wrong way Ooh, you know what's another good one the one where they were like falsifying people's drug tests and like one of them um like she worked for like the because obviously if people are prosecuted or people are arrested for possession of drug this is they have to confirm that the people that had the drugs on them it was actually drugs so it goes to a lab and they test it and stuff and two of the ladies, one of them actually ended up getting addicted to meth while working in the lab and like testing it. The other one, um, like she was trying to be like the number one drug tester since it's like the amount of tests you do. And she just like said that the drug was in fact the drug when in fact she didn't even look, she was just trying to beat like a quota to be number that one. one. That was, but that excellent. was interesting. Um, but you, it's another one of those where she was just trying to, you know, that's right. Trying to fly too close to the sun. And do you have a name up... for that one? Oh, man. Google, right. go ahead. Read. I, I, okay. Okay. I really Here don't. We go. He didn't know there was okay. going to be a quiz on the show. There's the documentary about the woman working in the drug testing lab that blew it. It has the word drug in it. It's like how to. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah. Damn, Siri's good. Jeez. This is this is Google. Only for uh, some Google's things. Google's good. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't I, even test it sometimes. I'm like, they they won't know. Cause then if you try and they don't oh, know, man. they're they're like either on it or like they're like, I don't yeah. understand. It's like you yeah. know, a toddler's right. better than this piece of shit. I I test it, I work it, I congratulate her when she's right. I chide her when she's wrong. Don't ask me what chide means. Look it up yourself. Is Google definitely know what it means? Is definitely okay. feminine. I mean, I know Siri and Alexa are feminine, but is is Google? You heard her voice, didn't you? Gender's fluid. Uh, yeah, let's not let's not go there. Yeah, let's not assign a goddamn gender to my phone. Oh, how could you? No, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't assign anything. I asked a question. I just like that he's looking at us. He's looking at us. No, so this feels golden. good. I feel, yeah, I, I feel like this is so good. It's this the equivalent of you having your your uh, your camera like before is like when someone like goes in, like when I go in for a handshake and the person just like, I know they're trying to be safe. I know like they're looking, but I just instinctually, it just hurts my feelings. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. You know, the elbow saved me a few times though, just to be clear. No, it's good. And I understand. I have empathy, but it's just, you know, sometimes primarily I just, it just hurts. Yeah. I want that handshake. Well, it's glad you said that to me because I've been to, I've been doing this for months with people and uh, you're the first person who raised it. But I guess I've been looking, I've been looking up at people and they must just think I'm like looking above the screen or something beyond there. 
it's worse it's really worse than looking above them it's like you literally look like someone has like a hidden camera in your office i'm dead serious really and I, oh it was, it's so bad that i had to bring it up because i felt like if if you realized how bad it was i was like there's no way like he seems like a reasonable guy like if, he, if i express and communicate how bad it really is then he'll probably oh like, you know what maybe that's why my uh clients don't want to uh chat with me for hours on end oh is that how you chat with your clients oh sometimes but i'm usually working i'm usually sh- sharing spreadsheets and uh now you're looking off to your right. What's up with I that? No, what's up? What's up with that? I'm there? actually not looking up to the right. Hey, let's let's. He's made a lot of progress, guys. <laughs> no, no, that's not good enough. Can I flirt with you too? Paul, go back and look at the YouTube uh, on from that Yoel put up of us four. You know what? I definitely, I definitely can. I was in awe though that Reed got the cut. He got the little snippet. He was, he was the. Uh, hey, nice try for. For changing the subject off of gender, I'd like to get us back on track oh, here. Wow. Now, okay. when somebody asks me, hey, excuse me, uh, what are your pronouns? I say, A, fuck you, and B, <laughs> don't talk about me behind my back. My pronoun is you. Okay. Can you handle that? All right. Wow. We're done. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's no reason for he, they, him. That's that's if you're you're gossiping about me. Just say it to my face. Yeah. What yeah. is wrong with you? You see, that's simple. Ah, interesting. That's deep. <laughs> yeah. I've given it a lot of thought. I, really, yeah. I love the passion. It's interesting. Yeah. Let me, I just got to breathe for a minute. That's interesting. But I think when people say that, like they want to be called that even to their face. Oh, really? Yeah. hundred percent. Call you him. Hey, how, how are he doing today? <laughs> I, I i listen yeah don't don't kill the yeah. messenger i'm just okay. i'm just trying they, to let you know they make me people. sick you did, okay. did anyone see oh, okay. mark manson's uh column this week that he sends out he talks about the difference between he's got a column modern and postmodern, and you know that leads into you know whether or not you know everything is fluid or not fluid i think people want attention well Mark Manson gets paid for people to pay attention to him. Yeah. I love that about him. People want significance, as we were talking about before. Hey, yeah. nice call Bring Good job. Oh. I'm bringing back my, uh, you know, uh, it's like that one test you get a good grade on. It's like you bring it. You're like, <laughs> I did uh, this. You're, you're doing great. Yes. I'd like to talk more about your fashion, but how do you talk about fashion? Shouldn't you just look at fashion? Yes. And you know what's funny? I'm actually coming out with a mask. Uh, it's nothing Sweet. too crazy. Oh, it's very, this is gonna be this is gonna be, be very sure. uh, how, how much are we talking? Can you give us a price point yet or not? Oh, I'll, uh, I'll take one. So I donate half the profits, so it's a little inflated. Who but do it's you probably gonna to? be so my let me just get it real Black quick. Black Lives Matter yeah. and No, not this time. Oh, not this time. Wow. Ooh, a new one. I, I have yet to find I'm trying I'm know, trying to do my homework. A new mask. So, good job. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I got all plain Jane ones. My uh my cousin, um, you can see it on the website and his website. Uh, my cousin, he's like he's gonna explain it way better than me, but they so I'm Ethiopian and they started like this thing called the Gender Project, which they're trying to get uh, school books and school supplies to specific specific area called Jenda. Um, and yeah, that's really all I know about it. But, you know, my I had a conversation not too long ago with someone that does like nonprofit stuff and like, you know, a lot of like uh, community outreach stuff. And he was like, look, like a lot of that money, when you give it to like big, you know, nonprofits, it kind of just, you know, doesn't really do a ton. And I was like, yeah, like I had that feeling, but I really just didn't, I wanted to, you know, make, you know, make an impact, but I didn't really know where to put my funds. And then I realized that, you know, my cousin, he's started this thing and I was like, wait, this like makes complete sense. Like, why don't I just, you know, help him with that? And I know hundred percent of the money's going somewhere, you know, it's going to make a greater impact. Uh, so that is where the money will be going this time, half the profits and yeah, it'll probably end up being like, you know, maybe 20 bucks. Okay. Nothing crazy. 
maybe a little more. I don't know. We'll see. Because I don't want to like. Because the biggest thing with because uh, pricing is is isn't really about necessarily like how much it costed or like what it's you know what it's because it's a mask right but the thing is like i don't have like a massive factory where like i'm pumping out you know yeah one a yeah. second and i have my logistics you know it's really a one-man band so i have to have it you know make sense and stuff like yeah. that so you're good on the sewing machine huh no i didn't i didn't design these oh. but i but i designed it but i didn't manufacture it it's this Oh, I like it. Oh, I'm with you. I love that right. idea. Very it's, good. It's pretty good quality too. You know what I'm saying? It's like kind of yeah. Nice. All right, you I'm gonna you gotta adjust the uh, oh adjustable. You know, and it has a little tag right here with my logo, and then it says, "Thing, I'm doing a good job presenting this actually." Yeah, you are. My, my, I like my it. Clothing, my website, and then 50 percent of the profits donated. Would you would you would you push that logo closer to the camera so I can? Is yeah. that a? It's a it's a, a lion. Harpoochin monkey. I, oh. A lion. I, I was. Uh, I was. Oh, you guys the lion that. of Judah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll take yeah. one. Cool. When it's, uh, I'm doing a photo shoot for it. Well, it's Friday do, and next go to week. your website and give you my credit card and my guy. Appreciate his history. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to restock the sweatshirts too, okay. just so like I can kind of just sit like promote it and just have everything there so that. You know, people, because I don't really like to to sell it when I don't have it, because then they get it like a month later, because I have to make the purchase order and stuff like that. So I want to make sure I have it first before I sell them. And the village's gender or the region, or it's the village, I think. Okay. I I should know, but I don't. Okay. But I trust him, and you know, it's they've made a lot of progress. Um. So yeah. And when the floods come, they call it gender fluid. <laughs> that's pretty oh, good oh how do we get back to gender again and... damn you guys keep changing <sighs> Rita's sharp Rita's sharp well Jeez. when it comes to gender he, he I'm all he's over. on that's it. it that's your button and and re going back to conversations that we had mm -hmm. callbacks track. You, yeah the way to my heart is callbacks for sure I didn't what tell a... you that's Dave's favorite thing about podcasts is a good callback mm. so. who's Dave it's uh, oh, my husband, but he's also the doorman of this show. What does that mean, doorman? Um, have you listened to our show is. ever? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Was it the beginning part? Yeah. Yeah, the beginning part. Yeah. See, I always, I always skip beginning parts of podcasts. Oh, oh bummer! Oh, yeah, that's see, the best part. Oh, but the thing is, it's not. It's just I'm just trying to get to the meat. It's like songs, you know. If there's a, so a part of the song that I like and I don't really, you know, I just I'm, I'm skipping to it. Like I'm so like. ADHD. Some people would say the yeah. intro is the meat of this podcast. Like this is just kind of the yeah. crap. I don't think I come on. He's got Barry White pipes. I'll tell you. Oh, does he sing in it? He welcome no, but he welcomes the guests, the listeners, with such grace, uh, and and also such pathos. He because he he wants to he wants to join us, but we don't let him. Damn, it's it's nice. Damn, Barry White comparison. Women love when you can sing. I wish I could sing so bad. That'd be so cool. Yeah, if you can sing as a guy. Does Dave sing? Or play music, like, you know. He's a great pianist. He, he's, yeah. 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 Piano's good, too. Piano, he's guitar. Sexy. Oh, man. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's game yeah. over. I mean, those just long fingers just gliding across uh. those ivories. Oh. Okay. This got okay, obsessive. whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm just slow kidding. Down. <laughs> It's true though. And I know some I know some guys that do it just for the ladies. And look, I respect it, but it's just kind of cringy. But no, I mean if you're passionate about it. I spent yeah. six months learning the penny whistle, uh, only to find out that it is not an aphrodisiac at all. Mm, the penny whistle. What is yeah. that? Yeah, tell us more about that. Man, this is like uh remedial um Is it that little thing just a little um Play me a, a youtube of somebody playing the penny whistle damn google this is getting her you know isn't this all copyright infringement stuff yeah i was gonna no? say it's gonna get striking strike down oh, okay. oh i thought it was a little thing that is pretty small no, no, i mean why, i thought it was like just a why wouldn't women respond to me playing that <laughs> i mean it's a different type of flute if you're good I mean, that's like anything else, though. If you're really good, then 
I feel like woman will respond. I would fuck you have to start tap dancing or doing some river dance stuff with that to really get the women. Mm, river dance. You know, you gotta, you go. yeah. There needs to be some movement. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, genders, norms, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Got you. Yeah. Well, I thought talking about politics might be controversial. Is this controversial? I could talk about some controversial gender stuff. No. <laughs> it's got quiet. We could talk about the, <laughs> the differently limbed community. That was in the news this week. Hmm, interesting. Go on. Did you hear about this? Mm-hmm. Anne Hathaway. Am I allowed to say Anne Hathaway without uh, paying a royalty? I think so. Uh, so <laughs> she was in a movie called Witch or Witches. Oh, The Witches. Yeah. Yeah. And in it, she transforms into the high witch commander. And yes. she only has three fingers. And so someone from the differently limbed community said, uh, hey, uh, where's, your, where's your sensitivity? You know, there are children born with only three fingers. And so Anne Hathaway apologized. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's three fingers on each hand. It's not a total of three. That would be weird. Yeah. Wow. We're going into like an interesting place in our society. Mm-hmm. I think like people have voices that shouldn't <laughs> as harsh as that sounds. Cause I think we, we need to have people that make an impact. Like it used to be democracy and like, you know, power to the people used to be, okay, we get to choose who has the power to speak for us. Usually it's someone we, you know, elect that's smart, you know, reasonable, wise, looks at things past the surface. Now it's just like anyone that has any sort of, platform no matter what you know how well they make decisions is able to you know shut shut things down cancel people you know make important decisions that they don't really have the right to make well i think the fact that people give into them is ridiculous too that you can not have freedom of speech in a country that's founded based on freedom of speech and especially when you talk about a movie for example and i haven't seen this movie but i mean at some level uh, movies are uh, pieces of art, and so every piece of art is is, is subjective in some ways. But if a, if the witches had five fingers, six fingers, seven fingers, you know what? What about aliens? I mean, you could carry it to an extreme, right? I, I don't know if it's like necessarily like freedom of speech that's the issue right now. I think it's like, yeah, I think a lot of it is like, why are you apologizing for, for this? Like, it, it makes no sense. But I'm just using this as kind of an example of like some other stuff that I've been seeing that's going on. Um, because she's just trying to be a good person, right? When you have a lot of people saying, hey, you know, you need to apologize for this. The fact that it was even brought up in like that level of seriousness, I think is the first issue. You're putting someone that, you know, is an actress that's probably more sensitive than the average person because because it usually comes with the territory. You're putting them in a, in a position where it's like, apologize, be a good person, don't apologize, be looked at as a bad person. It's like, that's not really a fair position to put someone in. I mean, I don't know if it was like public pressure or, you know, producers or. She might've felt just the, the need to apologize. I don't think there's, that's terrible to, to do it because she, most people probably never thought about that in terms of acting choices, having taken acting classes. Yeah. And given a script. And if it says you have three fingers, you have three fingers. And it's not even, it's written in like, she didn't write the film. I, I know that's what I'm saying. It. It's not yeah. like she like said, Hey, I, wouldn't it be cool if I uh, chopped off two of my fingers. And can you not show movies now with like two parents because people only grew up with one parent? Like how far does this go? That's hurtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's like, OD, like overdoses. I, I wish my old friend, Bill Marich was listening to this. I met him in about uh, 1980 or so down in Beverly Hills. We worked at a department store called Geary's, which is still there in the, uh, in the advertising department. And he was from Pennsylvania. He was cool. He taught me to drink beer and he was writing. He's a writer. He's, he's, a, he's a Hollywood writer now, all these years later. And he was writing uh, a series about this family called the Schnelsons. And they lived on, in a cul-de-sac. This is back in 1980. 
And the, the Schnelson kids were the only kids uh, in their friend group whose parents were still together and everyone made fun of them because mm. they were different. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, it's funny. You know, the conversation I had today with someone that I, uh, we actually record, I was on his show uh, earlier today. We recorded something and uh, he was talking about how like, it's so funny that people make fun of uh, people that are virgins. It's like that it used to be kind of the other way around. Right. But um, we live in like a world where it's like, that's no longer the norm. And like, it's not even necessarily that there's pros and cons. There's pros of being a virgin, you know, your whole life or before marriage. Obviously, you know, there's, you know, if you have had sex, then, you know, it's fine too. You know, the devil's in the details. But the funny thing is, is like, though virgins literally get made fun of, which is so funny because it's such a switch from how things used to be. And it's not even necessarily because it's a bad thing. It's just because it's not the norm. And it's funny that that's what I thought of right when you said that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we could probably probably make a nice list of things that have switched around 180 degrees. Um, I suppose atheists were were uh, made fun of at one time, and yeah. now it's the uh, zealots. Now it's like, yeah, being made fun of is like you believe in something that you can't see. Like, are you stupid? Mm-hmm. Ooh, who was it? So. Somebody's podcast asks everybody, uh, what would you rather see, a ghost, an alien, or Bigfoot? Who is that? Is, does that ring a bell? A ghost, an alien, or Bigfoot? Wow. Yeah, I'm stealing that from somebody else's podcast. So uh, hats off to whoever it is. It's another you copy, copyright infringement again. <laughs> again. Read is a machine Damn right now. It. This shit's not going to be able to come out. Uh, isn't isn't it? Can't, uh, can't you do tribute anymore? Yeah. Oh, we're tributing. No, I mean, it's a question. We're just—they're going to cancel culture us. Okay, so let's go around the circle: alien, Bigfoot, ghost. I wanted to say Bigfoot because we're in Washington, and that's such a like—that'd be so cool. That's mine. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. You think they're friendly? I think they're friendlier than I think aliens. They're shy as balls. <laughs> no one has been attacked. By a Bigfoot. That's true. Lots Ever. of that people is have true. been attacked by aliens and ghosts. Fire in the sky. Lots. Fire in the sky. What's have lots? you seen that movie? No. <laughs> like oh, I in the put sky. the like the yeah, fire in the sky. I saw it when I was like ten years old. My grandma took me and my cousin, and there's this That's part scary. where he's like abducted by aliens, and they put this freaking needle in the guy's eye, and it. I mean, it was terrifying. I don't. I don't want to see an alien. Have you recovered yet from that? Yeah, I don't think she has. <laughs> How can you tell? <laughs> grandma. I want to see. I mean, like, see grandma. She, I mean, why would she take it? Even if that? they kill me. I do want to, I do, I do want to say, uh, Yoel, that, that people have reported being attacked by aliens and ghosts. They have. Yeah. I mean, I've reported right. a lot of things that were not true. Of course. Right. Uh, that you're not a virgin, things like that. Exactly. But, <laughs> You gotta, you gotta show scars if you are attacked by a Bigfoot. You gotta have a big old mash, gash, bruise. Yeah, you gotta smell. You gotta have the hairs all over you. Is there a prototype for Bigfoot? Is there like, do we know the dimensions? We don't, but it always seems to be masculine, though. That's very sexist. About seven and a half feet. If you see yeah. Harry and the Hendersons, Paul's offended. He's about seven and a half. I mean, he's a. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that's about the prototype. Large feet, if I recall correctly. Big hands. Well, yeah, he's six, seven feet. <laughs> Gangly. Just like, all the features uh, are big. Small head. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's small little wiener. Just small, small little waist. <laughs> little yeah. waist. Oh, stop it. Very, very curvy. <laughs> yes. Well groomed. Where's the Sonics jersey? Yep. Where's the Sonics? Okay. Wait, I think you're just describing like the center for <laughs> the Sonics. Oh, I, I think Paul remembers the mascot. Had a mascot. We had a mascot, yeah. Back before you were born. Yep. Yeah. That was the mascot? Yeah, before, yeah. Squatch, before Oklahoma. Squatch, that dude was his name, Squatch. Isn't that cool? Oh, wow. Stole our okay. team. Is there a lot of set, like Bigfoot like sightings in in uh, in uh, Washington? I almost said here because I thought I was in the Northwest. I'd say so. yes, but I wouldn't give you a number. Is that all right? Hey, that's a-okay. Uh, and there's a show. Speaking of doc, you like documentaries. I love you documentaries. You should watch Squatch Hunters. Oh, see, I'm not into those. <laughs> 
listen, I'm so interested in everything, which is why I have an interview podcast, but I give myself parameters, ghosts, Bigfoot, things that I just don't even really believe in. I just stay away from. And I understand production and all that. So I'm just not even going to entertain that. If you interviewed a medium or a palm reader or Ooh, that'd be cool. That would be cool. I, I'm, I'm into that. I'm into that stuff. Oh, I, was I, just I think gonna that say- that is true. I think I that people can tap okay. into that stuff. I'm dead serious. Not palm reading. Well, now you've ruined my point. I've, I've lost all these. Well, I think some people. Nah, it's stupid. Yeah. I, I think so. I think you there's don't have some parameters. If you- no, listen. Okay, hear me out. 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 Go ahead. So I was a care. I mean, this isn't one of this is one of the reasons why I believe in that stuff. But I was a caregiver for people with developmental disabilities, um, people that were like had severe needs, like 24 hour supervision. And they were in touch with something that I can't even really describe to you. Um, they can feel things come from like a, like down the street they're like oh my bus is coming and then their bus comes a little few seconds later they don't the bus doesn't come at the same same time every every day just little things like they could sense when i was zoning out like they had a like they had a connection with my brain it could tell when i like wasn't being present and that's when they like i could you could physically not see anything different about me but they could sense when i was di- like mentally zoning off like just a couple of examples, but my point is like, there's, I think there are people like even, you know, what do you call it? The doctor that they make a show out of him. The doctor that's like, uh, uh, he has a developmental disability, but he's a really good doctor. You know, there's people that I think are in touch with like a different level of intelligence that we can't even like understand. Yeah. They can feel your energy. Yeah. I think it's energy and also like just sheer processing power, like, uh people that are like a little like slightly autistic like are just there's a lot of people that you know i think asperger's right that like have asperger's that are like ceos and you know they're just in touch with something that you know other people may not be in touch with yeah they got in the line for a different talent that ain't no palm reader yeah not talking about palm readers i think there's people that like there's no one i i don't believe in people that can see the future i do believe in people that can like like I do believe in people that can speak to spirits. I do a little bit, but like not enough to make a decision off of it. But if they told me some data points and I'd be like, Oh, okay. Okay. But I do, I do believe there's people like that out there, but I think there's a lot of frauds, of course. Uh, But predicting the future. I I I do not think that that's, uh, that's tough for me. What about past life regression? past lives to believe people past uh, lives. i don't i don't do that i don't believe in that okay because I, I mean you can't really prove that right so for me i only believe it because you know you can kind of prove more or less like okay this person knows this detail about you know my dead blah 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 and like they would have not known that unless they you know were talking to them yeah i'm i'm amazed uh not not necessarily that i believe or don't believe in it but just the fact that i've met enough people who have computer science degrees or some other logical thing, but they believe that they've had a past life. And so I find it really interesting that somebody who has, seems to be very logical, uh, believes that they've had several prior lives before that simply because they remember things or think they remember things. I think people like that, like are very, uh, I don't know. Some people are just, in, I'm sure a lot of those guys are like um, sl- maybe even slightly autistic or like there's something about like being super hyper intelligent that sometimes it's associated with um, like having maybe something slightly off. Um, but I don't know. Some people are just in tune with something else and, you know, I respect it. I'm cool with being in tune with something else, but um, not to bullshit. Um, do, are you familiar with the amazing Randy? The amazing Randy. No, another great documentary. James Randy was a magician, a debunker, and he had a one million dollar bond in place for for decades for anyone who could prove anything supernatural at all. Water witching, ghosts, mind reading, telekinesis past lives anything show the scientific 
evidence and you will have a million dollars. No one ever collected. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to prove something logical that isn't really grounded in like anything scientific or material. Like it's not, not never going to happen. But I mean, there's things I think there's things that exist outside of the logical and the material um, that can't that can't be explained. Like what? Uh, sp- spirits. You know, Why do you think reading that? people. Why do I think that? Yeah. Uh, based off my experience in life, just feeling, you know, other people and like knowing and, and just like there's there's just things that. You know, it's difficult to explain something that isn't logical and grounded in something concrete to help other people understand it or other people to, you know, perceive it because it's there's it's tough to have a vocabulary for, for something like that. But, you know, for me, my biggest thing is I can believe in something but have absolutely no care or responsibility to explain it to someone else or to have them understand what I'm what I'm saying. Because and that's fine because you know I live in a great country that people can think what they think as long as it doesn't hurt me as long as I don't hurt other people, you know we're chilling. Okay, have fun, go nuts. Where does it stop? Where does what stop? I could believe in unicorns, and if that doesn't hurt other people, I'm still a fool. You can believe in palm reading. You can believe in you can believe in your past life, and I'd say beautiful. Mm-hmm live your life. But the thing is, when you try to convince me, then we're going to have some problems. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not a Jehovah's witness. I'm not a, you know, missionary. I'm not a, um, you know, pastor. My dad was a pastor. I'm not a pastor. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to believe in what I believe, you know, I'm going to observe other things and I'm a very open-minded, but you know, people are have the right to believe and think of whatever they want. Of course they do, in, including ghosts and, and aliens and Sasquatches. 100%. Yeah. And- Did you say your dad was a, a pastor? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would say like part, like he was one of a couple pastors, but he's very like uh, religious and spiritual, if you believe in that. What does he do for money now? Uh, well, he was a, sci- a scientist. He was a plant genetic researcher. Uh, he worked for a laboratory. He was a laboratory manager for a, a tissue culture lab. I think is what it's called. It's like plant stuff. I don't. I'm not really interested in that stuff. And he blew um, up the and lab. He re- and no, he retired. He retired, oh. and he oh, lives okay. in. A, he moved to Israel. Uh, They're looking to start a church up there. So yeah. What uh, a, a church or a synagogue? Just a church. Okay. A Christianity. Okay, so he switched. No. Okay. My mom is Jewish ethnically. Oh, okay. So but she was mainly like, I mean, we mainly grew up Christian my whole life. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And were you born in Kenya? No, I was born in Israel and my okay. parents were born in Ethiopia. Yeah. Oh, I, sorry, not, not yeah. I can't. Speak, but... <laughs> it's all good. And do you speak Hebrew? Man, Katsan, very little, like very, uh, very little. I need to be Katsan Hebrew. Ma? Ma? Anim medober in Taasiat Rahitim. Oh, geez. We're like, work, try, we're trying to talk like handicapped to each other. <laughs> I work in the furniture factory. That's what that. Okay, that's what I was say. Yeah, see, nouns yeah. I got I to gotta brush up on. Yeah. Some of my most beloved times of my life were, uh, were uh, several months in a, uh, in a, um, uh, but kibbutz. Yeah, up there. It was a kibbutz near Haifa. It's a commune, a communal community. How did you find your way there? Well, my girlfriend Paula Einstein uh, had an aunt and uncle who lived in uh, kibbutz Hazrea up by Haifa, and we were in um, we were in Jerusalem and had worn out our welcome and we needed to go somewhere and so we went and visited her aunt and uncle and we joined the ulpan which is a school for uh, new immigrants to learn hebrew and zionism and history and uh, and to work and so we uh, i i made furniture and i i uh, harvested uh, great oh, you, you must have loved her <laughs> yeah Jeez. Oh, I did. the romantic love. 
It was it's real cool. lived on a kibbutz. It was it was like summer camp. It was wonderful. How long was you? How long were you at the kibbutz? Only four months, mm. until I had an affair and fucked up the whole thing. Oh no! Did you really? Are you just messing with us? He did. You did. Yeah. Oh well, everything happens for a reason if you believe in that. Yes. Okay. We cool. later <laughs> we we later got back together and then we later broke up again and then I I found. Monica and, and the rest you guys, of your your guys' spirits weren't in line. If you believe that's in right. That. That's okay, right. you believe in that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I believe in in that that thing that you can't describe. Yeah, or you know, you feel you feel something behind you, and you look around. Somebody's looking at you. Well, is it a coincidence? It's Paul. Or is it energy? <laughs> it's Paul. But I've looked. I've looked back. You know, to be a to be a uh, to be a devil's advocate. I've looked back, and there's nothing there. That's right. But you don't account for that. You know, you don't. You don't. No, a, right. You know, A B no. test social situations like that. Uh, Come well, on. How do you know there's nobody there? How do you know you just can't see the person there? But maybe it might be a ghost there. or an alien or Bigfoot. Man, the, yeah. the it does go on and on. It could be. Jacqueline and I have voted for Bigfoot. What do you take? Who do you guys want to see? Aliens. Paul. Yeah. 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 I gotta go for. I gotta go for the alien. Just curious as hell. I man. mean, it, it, they're dangerous. Though. If you know how I big know, the universe I, I'm, is, I'm fine dying for that. Okay. But what oh, cool. what movie alien do you want? Like, do you want Arrival aliens where they're kind of like inky? But I don't. Do I get a choose? Face? Yeah, I want you to choose what alien. You I don't know. I don't know. What, I what do they look choose. like? I thought yeah, that I was part of the. I mean, I kind of want like the really corny, like green, like very green ones, gray the little school. cuties. Like maybe the, maybe the sea slack. The sea the sea slack. Or sorry, the sea slack. Oh my god! From what was that? What was that kids show? Read, Land of the Lost. I didn't watch that show. Oh, I was yeah, I, I was older. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm dating myself now. Yeah. But uh, just, I'm not even sure they're alien, but I definitely don't want alien from the movie Alien or Predator because we'd end up dead pretty quick. But it'd be so cool. Yeah, you wouldn't have to work and, you know, pit mm-hmm. bills. Yeah. Nice. I wonder what's really in Area 51, though. Man, who knows? I mean, we got these videos, we got these reports of. Man, I don't trust any videos. The Navy. You don't trust the Navy? Me, I don't trust any yeah. videos, man. I just, I know too much about right. it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't think fake these days. Hey, is anybody watching? Am I allowed to say the Mandalorian on this podcast? Oh, it's too late. You already said it. Have you seen you the technology anyone. they're using instead of green screen? Uh, no. It's this giant. I can't remember. The blue screen. Smart. Yeah, it's blue screen. It's really that's what they've been nice using. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn. This is a seventy-five foot by twenty foot wall of um of LED screens. Mm. And so they can color correct in the camera. They can it's do like IMAX. They can do so much. So when you see uh, what's his name, Mando, uh, in front of a, a, a in front of a you know alien landscape, we we thought it was green screen, right? But no, it is these it is these these um, playbacks. Hmm. Interesting. Through, yeah, through the biggest monitor in the world. So it's, wow. there was a very cool YouTube about it. Can I have a, can I ask a question? What is uh, what is your guys's favorite movie of all time? So mine's Captain Blood by Errol Flynn back in wow. the thirties. Captain Blood. Yeah, it's Errol Flynn. How old was it? The thirties, about the same time the as Gone with the Wind. God, I think people are so cool that have like favorite movies that are old. I'm like, damn, he's he's wise, he's sophisticated. It's it's, it's cool. Errol Flynn and Olivia De Havilland who just recently died. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah. Okay, Jacqueline. God, I have like a couple. I've it's like they've changed throughout the years, and I don't think I've ever updated them. Mm-hmm. Um, so like two movies came. To, we're all like animal movies. So you can like only Dances choose one. Wolves. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Shit. Okay, Dance That's with it. Wolves. Yeah. Man, cool. that just. <laughs> I like. Mm. <laughs> uh, I've heard. Yeah. Wait, who's that? Who's that with? See, Isn't I'm that horrible. Kevin Costner or something. Is that Kevin Costner? Yeah. It is Kevin yeah, Costner. Yeah, he's got to talk to the... And what I want to hear. And I'm going to add the second layer to this before Reed goes, like, why do you like the movie? Because I'm always curious, because then why will give right. me like, we'll be like, oh, OK, I'll actually watch that based off of why you like it. OK, why? Why, Jacqueline? 
I like like the survival aspect in movies and I like he was kind of a loner and the ways that he survived and then and and like and then found connection with this um group of I forget what tribe they're from but I'll just say um First Nations group they were they were uh, Oglalas or something yeah towards the end just I was probably like 10 years old and bawling uncontrollably and I don't know it was just it touched me and rocked me in a way that no movie ever had. And I don't know if it's just nostalgia, but also like kind of living close to the land. Um, and I like that survival aspect, but also the relationships that were built too. I think that can, that was really um, a beautiful part in the movie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I just really have a like soft spot for anything like native American outdoorsy or yeah that's cool that's a good reason captain blood is a action adventure film uh of a pirate so it's sort of a heroic tale that has a lot of adventure in it as well as uh you know a little romance as well so it's just it's i think it's just a, a classic good. movie yeah it, it is a, it is a feel good it's somebody who who is misjudged who turns out to be a hero mm. um mm. so yeah that's cool and of course, it's well acted by both Errol Flynn and Olivia de Havilland. So they're both excellent actors, uh, especially in the day. And, you know, Errol Flynn did a lot of good stuff before his drinking took his toll on him. But this is one of his early movies. This, along with The Adventures of, of uh, Robin Hood, this is another one of his classics that I love. Mm-hmm. So, but then later in life, he uh, was in a lot of films, but he started drinking and his acting uh, suffered somewhat. Uh, Hollywood's a bitch. Yeah. Hollywood is a bitch. Los Angeles is toxic. Eat you alive. Yeah, when I worked at Warner Brothers, you could see uh, they, had, they had little plaques up at a bunch of the sound stages around uh, which ones they were in. And uh, it was really great to see some of these famous actors from the 30s back in the day who, who worked who worked there, as well as, you know, there was still great acting going on there today, but it was just sort of a classic era. Um, mine has changed over the years. When I was in high school, it was Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a fanciful western hmm. uh, about two real characters, two sort of you know antiheroes. But uh, my current favorite, which is hard, I agree, Jacqueline to narrow it down to one, is Chinatown. 1971 Roman Polanski directed it co-wrote it with Robert town um, about a it's a it's a film noir uh, story about um, LA about Chinatown about a, a a private detective who used to work the Chinatown beat in the in the police department and it always got the better of him because you never know what's going on down there it's uh you think you do but you don't and that's in chinatown yep i believe it man that's what happens in this story as well everything he thinks is wrong and uh every all the people are are not who they say they are and um it is you know he's up against um uh powerful forces uh governmental forces uh capitalistic forces, um, even uh, family members that are, that are not who they say they are. And hmm. um, Interesting. So, so it's just beautifully shot. It's funny. It's, it's exciting. Um, Jack Nicholson, Faye Dunaway, John Huston, the great director, uh, pl- plays a, an important wow. part in it. Hmm. So I, okay. I recommend it highly i like it and i'm satisfied you will <laughs> and you, you want to answer yeah um i think um it's funny because i wrote these down because i just saw a honey boy have you guys seen honey boy by shia labeouf no. um so shia labeouf while he was in um like mandatory um therapy and mandatory um, like where you go and then you know you can't in order to avoid jail time you go and have like therapy and like show that you're making progress i'm sure you guys know um Mm -hmm. and uh he wrote this script about 
essentially like his relationship with his father and how it impacted him. And everyone knows who Shia LaBeouf is, right? Maybe not. Yes, yes but what did he get in trouble for? Uh, I was like doing something to a police officer, which is like a felony. I think he like spat on him or like hit him or something, which is a felony. And like he could have served like up to seven years, but then he ended up doing this. Wow. Yeah, he was like drunk or something, I think. Um, so yeah, so he wrote this about like kind of his, his past with his dad and um, how it's kind of affected him. You know, just it's just a very interesting, um, it's just raw. Like I can't even really describe it, but it's just very, like you can tell. Well, one of the reasons is like, it's re- like everything in there actually happened. So, you know, obviously someone that likes documentaries that always draws me in. Oh, shit. He plays his own father, doesn't he? Yeah. I did see it. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. It's on Amazon video. So if anyone, you know, it's. They oh, it. man. It is harrowing. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know what do you yeah. what, what do you like about it? Um, so I just like one that it's real, that everything in it actually happened. And two, like, it's just extremely raw and almost to the point where, like, it's almost uncomfortable. Like it makes mm. you kind of uncomfortable. And for me, like I want to, if I'm watching something, which is why I like documentaries, like I want to feel something enough to be like, oh, like, damn, like if I feel something when I'm watching something, it means I'm drawn in, right? Like, um, and just, it was just like, it just showed, I just like to see how certain things have their consequences in the long term and kind of what patterns and what, almost like from an educational perspective like what mistakes were made why that was a mistake how that manifested itself you know in 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 the future is like a trait that that person thought was normal when in reality like you know that's not normal normal but do you like it because you can learn from their mistakes or is it like do you like watching someone else's self-growth like what is it about that process of what they're going through that you what do you get out of that yeah so i think it is i think it's it's both but i think that i just like making connections and i like to have new information present itself um Mm. and seeing how that impacts you know even within the frame of like the narrative of the movie but even over time just observing shia Shia labeouf's career and it kind of it kind of jumps back and forth from his career from from him you know when he was in the transformer days and how he was like an alcoholic and things that he thought was normal. And then like, which, you know, uh, was kind of forced was the earlier stuff was foreshadowing him when he was younger with his dad living with him. Um, and just like seeing like, that's why I like, um, the, have you got, you guys have seen the Godfather, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like little things that Michael Corleone does, he, you can see him start to become his father that he didn't, ultimately really want to be but just in little subtle ways and i thought that honey boy had those little minute subtleties of like oh he's doing that because he thought that was normal because his dad did that and like i don't know just like certain things like that like um you know i'm not satisfied with the congruencies of like oh the, you know you're just you know the apple doesn't fall far from the tree but it's just very interesting and like just how my brain works. I just, it just interests me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, if you ask the question, what makes somebody have a substance abuse problem and spit on a cop? Uh, you say, Oh, have a dad that creates nothing but chaos grows pot on the side of a freeway and really doesn't follow any rules at all, including yeah. how you father, how you be a partner, how you be part of society. And it makes me wonder if, if Shia was hoping to put the brakes on by getting arrested, you know, and yeah, like self like sabotaging it into retreat. Yeah. And maybe he didn't think, yeah, write, I mean, I mean that this was some great journaling he did right. By writing his life story. It's really done yeah, well and shot well and acted incredibly. Even that little kid, like, <laughs> the, like that kid was good, man. Even when he was like crying and like, I, I saw myself in that kid. I mean, you have scuffles with your parents and, you know, when you're crying and, you know, at that, he's at that age where like, everything's a big deal. And, you know, like, yeah, man, like it just, it, it definitely, I think it touched me in my relationship with my father. Um, and, you know, and I think it's, it was good. Like no dad is perfect, but just understanding how th- certain things that he did or like certain things that, you know, I pick up from him and, 
um, just almost also being grateful for the father that I had too. And just being like, oh, wow, like, you know, there's, this is a reality for a lot of people, like more people than I'm comfortable, honestly, like consciously acknowledging. Um, and I'm just very fortunate. And on top of that, it was shot well, it was acted well, like just, it was just like, it was great. I just rewatched Parasite. Has everybody seen that? I hope I've seen Parasite. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I've not yeah. seen I it. Love, so. I love the way it was directed. Bong Joon-ho is, he's a true. He's a treasure. He's a national treasure of both Korea and America, I think. It's just risky directing, which I loved. Like, he just, like, did things that I was like, this is interesting. Like, he would, like, pan into one street and, like, it's just, like, little things. I was just like, this is cool. It's like, it makes you be like, wow, like, shooting movies is fun. Like, it looks yeah. fun. Everything is so thoughtful. I just I I I got the DVD on Netflix, so I was, so I was able to watch the special features, where mm. he's interviewed at a uh, at a film festival, where they he's asked a lot of really good questions. One of them was about the architecture of that house, the mm. the rich people's house, mm-hmm. and you know it's, it's so striking. It's so important to the to the way the story unfolds. He was saying that his uh, his art director worked with a uh, with an architect to to put that together. That was all all built. The whole neighborhood that the poor people lived in that was that all was built. built. Yeah, so they could flood Jeez, it. Man. You know. Yeah, oh he's got God. the budget. You know. Yeah, I guess so. Jesus. And so, how much was the budget? Do you know? Eleven million was the was the budget. Oh, okay. Goes, it goes a long way in South Korea. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like that's true. A house like that built in LA. <laughs> yeah, it grows two hundred and sixty. That's all the budget. So they, wow, they did okay on it. But uh, yeah, the the art director Bong would tell the art director how he wanted the house to be, and then the art director would go to an architect and ask him if this was feasible, and the architect would say, "No, no one would build a house that that way. That's that's ridiculous." And then why? That's how they would build it because it's traditional. Wait, so no one did it? No. So, yeah. So they so, eventually found someone. Bong said, We're doing. No, they, I mean, they could do whatever they wanted. There was oh. nothing structurally wrong. Oh, it okay. Just, um, it, it had to work for the shooting, you know, it had to work for the, oh, for sure. for the cameras and, and the angles and all the action, all the crazy action. That's true. Um, and so, and... too bad. Now there's a house in our minds that's like, no other house that's ever been built. That's great. Right. Cool. That's super cool. But still, as we saw it, we said, oh, yeah, rich, eccentric people would, of course, love a house like this. It makes sense, especially mm-hmm. in America. Yeah, I mean, that, that's very thoughtful. That's art, isn't it? No. Did I ever tell you guys I sat next to Oliver Stone in, a, in an airplane one time? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, he directed uh, Platoon and... Uh, which which Nixon film did he direct, uh, Paul? Nixon, I think. Oh yeah, Platoon, JFK, Burn on the Fourth of July. Damn, he likes. Oh, Snowden. Huh. Okay, he likes a lot of that, uh, like government, like. Yeah, that's w, why I was thinking him. W, which was about uh, Bush. Yeah, yeah that so that's why I was right? saying he's done a couple w. presidents. Is that one good? Yes. A biography, huh? Interesting. Okay, I'm they're, all, they're, they're all good, they're embellished, of course, because that's you know, natural born killers. He, Ooh, he's a great director, JFK, The Doors, Born on the Fourth of July, Talk Radio, Nixon. Damn, he definitely has a niche, yeah, historical semi fiction. Okay, I'll tell you my, I'll tell you my uh, Oliver Stone story. Was it at the SeaTac airport? And uh, he was he, he and his entourage were uh, getting out of getting out of cabs at the curb with with film cans. So they'd obviously been here for a screening. I don't remember what movie it was. I should I should look it up so I can make it a part of the story. Um, and then I saw him at my gate. And I thought, oh, he's heading back to L.A. where I'm going. And then I get to my seat. And he's sitting next to me. Wow. And I said, what are you doing back here in coach? And he said, oh, there was a screw up. There weren't enough uh, first class tickets. And so I volunteered to sit back here. 
And I said, oh, okay. And you could tell he did not want to answer any more questions. Understandable. And so I think I said, well, thanks for all that you do. Something like that. He said, you're welcome. Uh, and then I just sat there and watched him. He was reading a book on Noriega, marking it all up. He would read. He would lie back. He would put a eye mask on, nap for a little while, take it off, work some more, back and forth, back and forth. That's my Oliver Stone. The artist process. So, and I've been waiting, been waiting for this movie about Panama. Uh, yeah, forever, I agree. It's never come out. The, the, after he dies, it'll be released. Hey, you know, you, we, we're all all of us creative types. Always got lots of projects going on at once. You know. Yeah, it's yeah. probably probably that's not the highest funded one compared to the JFK, the Doors, and somebody got to him and threatened him. That's what I say. Yeah, where Noriego kind of fell out of favor. Paul, I like you so much better right now. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't realize you didn't like me, so I'm glad. You I mean, me. I didn't know you. I I thought you. I was talking to a hidden camera. <laughs> it's so funny. It's just because my PC below this. I like having this big screen and those shifty eyes. God, <laughs> this is a great finale for season one, you guys. I mean, it's great feedback. It's it's a lot. We're we're gonna really apply all this to see. Like two. now, I know what Paul looks like. Like I honestly didn't know when you <laughs> really see someone down here. No, I'm dead, I'm being dead serious. When you only see really because I can see myself on the screen, so you weren't getting you weren't getting the full view. Of me. No. I mean, look, wow. like when you see someone, like I'm just gonna per, I'm gonna position myself how I okay. saw you. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. No, 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 it was worse. Hang on. Really? Because it doesn't look like that all on my screen. Like, yeah, like, and, my, and, and I'm, I'm looking over here. Oh, it looks like the cover of the first Devo album. And 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 it's Whipping not like you, you ever. And it's not like you ever went like this. Like literally, like I did not well, know what your eyes looked like, the shape of your face. Like it was this the whole time. God, I'm oh, gonna cry. <laughs> And look, we're we're good now. You've improved a lot. Yeah, I, I have to laugh though because really, I was looking, I was looking right into your own eyes. It's just my camera didn't show it like that. And so to me, it me it doesn't look as bad as it as you described it. Yeah, I know. I, I got to give you my perspective. You know, some things. You know, we, <laughs> we we don't know the whole the whole picture. Yeah. Well, I I'm thankful for the feedback because it's the breakfast of champions. So I'm definitely thankful for the feedback. <laughs> let's let's all say thank you to our very special guest, I'll Yoel Ainalam. Oh, that's pretty good. And when I that. say special, I mean in the best sense of the word. Good. Sophisticated. I like that one. Suave. Suave. Okay, I like it. I like all it. Right. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Great Thanks times. Take care. Thanks. Hey again. I'll see you out. Did you enjoy yourself? I sure do hope so. On behalf of Reed, Jacqueline, and Paul, I want to thank you for your time. I've heard there's going to be some pretty awesome folks stopping by. For more information, check out Living Room Therapy on Facebook or Instagram. And we hope to see you soon. The world like I